Thanks for joining us on NapaBroadcasting.com. You know, the two mantras most often heard here in Napa County are about the need for affordable housing for our local workforce and the problem of too many cars on the road. Well, there's lots of talk about grand ideas for housing, for roads, for mass transit. Sometimes it's the simple ideas that really make a difference. One of those ideas is a new employee shuttle program for the city of Calistoga. The program just gotten underway has come through the efforts of Calistoga's mayor and the executive director of Calistoga's Chamber of Commerce, Chris Canning, who's kind enough to join us in studio today. Chris, thanks so much for coming in. Well, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to speak with you. It's great to have you here. Let's start at the beginning. How did this uh, idea begin to evolve? So similar to the rest of the communities within the county, uh, we've over the last several years had discussions about employment, um, housing, et cetera. Um, you know, in my dual role, uh, mayor and then executive director of the Chamber of Commerce, it became very clear very quickly that the single biggest business issue affecting uh, business operators in Calistoga was access to qualified labor. Um, and we can say, you know, we have a lack of a ho- of housing, which creates a labor problem, or we have a labor problem, which cr- creates a lack of housing. What we finally decided was uh, enough talking and let's try something. And, and literally, I've told the story of April or uh, of last year, I'm riding through San Francisco and I see a Google bus and ding, it strikes me. Well, duh, there's an idea. Um, and from there on, we uh, put a little group together and started researching this for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um Fully admitting to total plagiarism, but I'm a big well, fan of right. something works somewhere else. Why not try it? Um, so we've done quite a bit of research, uh, polling all of our, you know, where our current workforce comes from, et cetera, uh, working with finding a, an appropriate transportation company. And kind of the big win for us was partnering with a company called RidePal, who does a lot of this kind of work down in Silicon Valley. Um, and they work with smaller tech firms and joining up uh, smaller companies into kind of shared services. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where we got off and running and did uh, quite a bit of work in work, uh, working with all of our employers uh, and going that route. So that's how we got it started. What did you need in terms of buy-in from the big employers in Calistoga in order to begin to move this forward? Uh, we needed to pique their interest. And as soon as we said there, this is an opportunity uh, for access to a qualified workforce, their interests were piqued. And whether you're talking about a two-person coffee shop or up to a 250-employee resort, they're all facing the exact same situation. Uh, as we sit here today, our un- unemployment rate in Calistoga is 1.2%. Um, to give you some perspective, Napa County is about 4%. 4% State of California is about 5%. Um, so it wasn't a hard sell from a concept. Uh, a little bit of the hardest sell is when it, you know the rubber meets the road and the money has to come out of the wall. And what concept. did they have to do? What did you need them to do, the, the, the employers, both For, small and large? Yeah, first thing is just we educate them on what the issue is, and that didn't take very long, as mentioned. Um, then it was explaining some of the other options we've looked at and then getting them to the understanding of why an employee shuttle concept, a private closed-loop uh, employer-supported uh, shuttle was the best option at this point. Um, and then what we needed them to do at this at that juncture was contribute or be willing to contribute. So the closed-loop private system uh, that we've created and that we're currently operating uh, is employer and employee-supported. Uh, so the employer pays a portion, ideally 50%, and the employee 
uh, pays the other 50%. And the payment is the same whether it's a large employer or a small. If there's two people involved in a, in a small business or 20 people involved in a larger business, they're paying for half of the cost of, of their employee. Correct. Half of the cost per ride is what they're mm-hmm. paying for. And is there any public cost to this? Is there any cost to the city, any public involvement, investment in this? So there's no public. Um, this was completely done through the Calistoga Chamber of Commerce, my daytime job, as mm-hmm. I call it. Uh, there's no city funds. There's no tax funds put into this. Um, the initial startup costs are being funded by the Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. um, which is you know a 501c6 nonprofit trade organization, so no tax dollars being used, um, and started it that route. Um, we did seek out public funding. Uh, we worked with the NCPA, NCTPA, now the NVTA. Right. Um, and what we found was, you know, two things, which weren't shocking, uh, and considering what my uh, part-time job as mayor is, um, involvement of public funds comes with an extreme amount of strings. Um, and the time at which to get that funding, uh, receive that funding, is, is quite a long period. Um, Timing being of the essence and the fact that we needed to have as few strings as possible and looking at other systems and other programs and other communities, we felt very strongly that the right way to go was a closed-loop private service. Mm -hmm. Was there ever any talk or is there talk at this point about any kind of subsidization from the city of Calistoga? No. This is a private business issue. It's Mm -hmm. a private business problem, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, So we didn't feel appropriate to go to the city for that funding. Um, While, you know, Calistoga is in much better financial uh, condition than it was five years ago, um, still didn't think it appropriate to seek out that type of funding for it. Of course, you could make the case that it is taking some pressure off in terms of housing, in terms of roads, in terms of transportation costs. I mean, it is taking potentially financial pressure off of the city in a number of areas. That is true. Uh, it could absolutely be the case. Um, you can also make the argument that you know, the majority of these employees that would be utilizing this are working in businesses that contribute sales tax and TOT, et cetera. Right. Um, but again, for the sake of expediency and fewer strings uh, than you'd generally want in a private uh, endeavor, uh, we've chosen that route. And I think that the level of participation, uh, while it would be appreciated from the city or the county, um, wasn't wouldn't have been earth-shattering enough to mm-hmm. cause us to take pause for perhaps an additional year. Right. Talk a little bit about the numbers, the number of employees that, that live in Calistoga, that live in the rest of the valley, and the number that, that are coming from Santa Rosa. Sure. So we've got about 23, according to the California Department of Finance, we have about 2,300 jobs um, in Calistoga. Uh, we did a survey this past September of the employee, employers and where their employees come from. And the survey was primarily focused on the hospitality, retail, restaurant industry. We had 959 uh, data points. Of that, we found that 42% of our current employee base are actually Calistoga residents. 21% were from Santa Rosa area. 11% from the Middletown area. Um, and then 23% from Napa Vallejo. So using that data as kind of uh, directionally accurate, uh, we felt that the first city we should go to, um, both from uh, where the employees come from and a proximity standpoint, was certainly Santa Rosa. Um, We have, as I mentioned earlier, 1.2% unemployment rate. 
uh, we've been designated as a permanent commute in city, Mm -hmm. simply meaning that in the 2.2 square miles we have, we will never have the ability to build enough housing for the number of jobs. Um, And then understanding that coming down the road, you know, we have these two, two, they're not big, they're appropriately sized (laughs) (laughs) while maintaining our character and charm. (laughs) They're not motels. We'll just leave it at that. We do. We have two resorts coming. real hotels. Right. Two staff intensive resorts coming uh, within three years. Staff intensive resorts. I like that. um, That are going to contribute another 500 jobs. So, you know, you see the freight train coming, um, you can either duck and cover and hope it doesn't hit you, or you can uh, work hard to, to see how you can get around that and work with it. And that's where we, that's kind of the final driving force to this. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's working now, and we'll talk a little more about the details, but it, it, Santa Rosa was the first target area that you're bringing the, the bus to and fro. What about other places? What about Napa? What about Vallejo, et cetera? I mean, what is, is there a plan in terms of expanding it to those areas? So as much as uh, we in Calistoga love being in Napa County and we're Napa Countyans through and through, uh, the reality of geography is that to, be, to go from downtown Calistoga to downtown Santa Rosa is far closer than going from downtown right. Calistoga to downtown Napa. Um, so that, that's the real reason we started there. Um, you throw in, as you, you made mention at the beginning of this, uh, the traffic situation. Um, if we were to start a, uh, an employee shuttle to run down to Napa or Vallejo, um, we would be caught in that same traffic. And then it just makes the, the, the logistics of it far too complicated. Right. You're also then in competition with uh, the, the transportation agency. Well, there, when, when this, first, this whole concept first started getting discussed and coming up slowly in public, um, one of my favorite mayors of a southern city had uh, <laughs> encountered me at a social situation, and she had indicated, you're not coming to take our employees, are you? So uh, in fairness, we weren't going to go do that. Uh, we're all facing the same situation. Um, the situation in Calistoga is certainly exacerbated by our location. Um, you know, people love us because we're isolated, but it also hurts us because we're isolated. Um, so it, at this point, it doesn't make very much sense logistically, financially, et cetera, uh, in, in the spirit of being a good mm-hmm. neighbor uh, to head south. So we're going uh, over the mountain. Over the mountain. Over the river and through the woods, if Talk you Talk a little bit about how it works. How many buses, mm-hmm. how many trips a day, where do they go? So we have, there are three pickup points in the city of Santa Rosa. Um, and then there are three drop-off points in the city of Calistoga. So we have two morning runs um, that leave Santa Rosa. Uh, it's one bus doing all this. Uh-huh. So they do an out and back uh, from Santa Rosa to Calistoga, and then an out and back for the second morning run. Then the bus goes dormant, or the coach, excuse me, because it's very fancy. I was right, told I, was I can't call it a bus anymore. Um, and then in the afternoon, we do two pickups originating Calistoga, an out and back, and then an out and back. So at this point, there's technically four runs. Our ideal situation, so that we can pick up a lot of the restaurant community workforce, uh-huh. is to have a, a fifth run, which would be late in the evening, to take home your your restaurant crews, uh-huh. uh, your dinner crews. Um, but we're that's that's phase two, which is probably a few months out, um, unless there's incredible demand expressed and the need, then we can accelerate that. Um, the coaches themselves, um, which you've probably read about. Um, these are literally wine country tour buses. Right. They're you know Wi-Fi, re- Wi-Fi free Wi-Fi, in. power source for your your smartphone, reclining leather seats, professional drivers. I mean, it's first-rate quality, um, and that goes a long way um, in helping this become a more comfortable situation. Uh, in talking to other communities that run a similar uh, a network, it's all about it has to be comfortable, has to be convenient, and 
every one of the services we spoke to to the last one said you absolutely positively have to have Wi-Fi. Right. <laughs> so that's what we have. So people can either do work, read, play video games, read the news, communicate mm-hmm. with their you know their kids or friends, right. whatever the case may be. How long is the trip from from Santa Rosa to Calistoga on the the bus? On the so from the very first given normal traffic, correct. At whatever the hours from the goes. very first pickup point, the earliest part of the route to the very last pickup point in Calistoga, it's mm-hmm. about forty five minutes. Uh, it's not insignificant, um, but to the two shortest points, it's about 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, the pri- the big win for this whole program, yes, it's, it would be very beneficial for current employees of it that work in Calistoga but live in Santa Rosa, allows them to you know not drive, take the car off the road, save the money of the commute, et cetera. The real big win for the businesses um, is access to additional employees. Uh-huh. And in doing a lot of the work, we found that there is a pretty considerable percentage of the qualified workforce that's based in Santa Rosa that either doesn't have access to a second car in the family, the primary breadwinner takes the car, um, or they don't have a car, or they don't have a driver's license for whatever reason, but they do have, uh, they are qualified to work. And that's really the core of kind of what uh-huh. we're going toward. Uh, it crosses all brackets or all L- L- levels of uh, the employment base from, you know, entry-level employees up through mid-management. Um, and that workforce is out there. You know, the interesting thing is when we started this program uh, or launched it, you know, we were looking at an unemployment rate in Calistoga of 1.6 at that time and in Santa Rosa 4.8. Um, and now we're at 1.2 in Calistoga and they're down to 3.8 in uh, Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're all facing kind of the same situation. But um, on average, the, the rate of pay per hour in Calistoga is higher than Santa Rosa. Um, so there's some benefit to that mm-hmm. as well, um, which attracts some of those folks. And considering we already have quite a few, you know, 21% of our workforce that comes from Santa Rosa, and all of they have, all of them have friends and family right. that may be interested. Um, that's what we're going after. Right now, can anybody use the bus, even if the their employer is not participating in the program, and they can pay full fare and and use the bus? So there are there are a couple <clears throat> restrictions because of the fact that it's a designated closed loop private right. service. So. All you need to be able to prove, you know, ideally every employer is involved, Mm -hmm. um, but if not, uh, all you need to be able to prove is that you have uh, employment in the 94515 zip code. Uh, The only difference is if your employer is not participating, there's no subsidy. Right. Um, But otherwise, yeah. What we can't do, which we would love to be in a position of, is allow people to use this as a commuter element to get over to Santa Rosa to go shopping or for tourists from Santa Rosa Rosa to come over. But the licensing and the permitting and the insurance don't allow for a, quote, general livery service. Right. So it's really uh, strictly for business people that are employed in businesses in Calistoga and that live in Santa Rosa. Correct. It will allow for um, if you're a Calistoga resident and you can prove employment in Santa Rosa, you hmm. can still be part of that program if you're well, that's Santa Rosa-based uh, employer. But the, the, the scheduling is probably not Doesn't conducive really work to that. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And what is the fare? So the total fare, uh, it's in, it's one of these things. The more we have a fixed cost to operate the system, uh-huh. um, the more people that participate, the lower the fare becomes for everyone over time. But what we've done is we've kind of drawn the line and said, okay, the fare each way fare, and don't fall off your chair when I start. Um, each way is fifteen dollars. So if you look at a fifty-fifty split to the employee, which is you know most important to us, um, is that it's going to be seven fifty each way, assuming a fifty percent share uh, with their employer. So it's it's not insignificant. It's fifteen dollars mm-hmm. uh, round trip for the day. Um, you know the 
minimum wage in California is ten dollars. Uh, nobody in Calistoga makes minimum wage. You know, uh, entry level basically in Calistoga is twelve bucks. Uh, so it's not insignificant the fact that it's you know an hour, just over an hour's worth of pay to get you commuting back and forth. Our goal is to get this to the point where it's five bucks each way. It's a ten dollar round trip. Uh, we have some employers who have already expressed an interest of going north of the fifty percent subsidy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to ask that. Could, yeah. Can employers choose to to pay more? An employer can. Choose to pay anywhere from zero to a hundred percent, and we'll say some of our more progressive, some of our more uh, financially able, or uh, for lack of a better phrase, uh, some of our sophisticated employers, uh, first or some of our employers who are work extremely workforce challenged, have already expressed an interest in taking their subsidy well above fifty percent right. and using it as an amenity, using it as a recruiting tool, etc. Right. I mean, when the two employee-intensive hotels come online, I mean, that may be a draw for them to pay more. Yeah, we've already had several discussions with them. They're very interested. They're very keen. Uh, You know, in my role as mayor, I've met with the developers of those two projects uh, after approval, et cetera. And we're not shy about sharing with them that they are going to encounter, and they're aware of it because their local project managers Mm -hmm. are are in the Calistoga area, uh, that their number one business problem is going to be, or challenge is going to be uh, employment. So they've already expressed a strong interest, um, not a strong enough interest yet to financially contribute to it uh-huh. two and a half years ahead of their opening. <laughs> right, well, I, maybe he asked you a little too much. Talk, you I'm not afraid to ask, though. <laughs> and you'll ask again and again we'll and again. We'll keep asking, right? You mentioned the RidePal Association, yeah. and it's an app that goes with this. How does that work? So the technology-based company, it's very much, uh, and they don't often like me to make the association, but it's It's one that most people can understand. It's very much like the Uber, like Mm -hmm. an Uber app. And what it does is it's a real-time tracking of where the bus is, tells you the pickup points, um, how far away the bus is. Um, It allows you to, it tells you how long it's going to be before you get to your location, et cetera. Um, Very user-friendly. It's how the employee pays for um, or purchases their rides. Uh, They get a little electronic pass and they, can upload that pass through their smartphone. Um, makes It's very, very simple system. Um, you know, tr- tried and true, they've tested it. Mm-hmm. They're using it on dozens and dozens of other routes with other companies. Um, and they have been fantastic to work with. And a majority of their work has been with tech firms. Um, they're very excited and, and quite frankly, have given a little more than they probably would have uh, to work with us because they see they recognize what's happening throughout the United States, especially the Bay Area, with um, kind of the, the pushing out from cities um, of kind of the lower wage employees. They're pushing them out and their ability to live there. So they, they feel very strongly that outside of the tech sector, there's going to be a big universe of employees mm-hmm. and employers who are going to need this exact type of service. How many people are using it so far? I mean, it's only a couple of weeks old, if even that. Not even. It's a week old. A week old. How uh, many people are using it? And how many people need to use it to make it financially viable for everyone involved? So we've had a few people take it to this point. Uh, a few would indicate less than 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to go and, and anything that starts, you're going to start slow. You know, sure. We kept having the conversation, do we wait, do we wait? And at some point, you've got to rip off the Band-Aid and just go for it because um, you need to demonstrate consistency. Um, we have to the break even point is we would need to do 42 round trips uh, a day for this to be absolutely cost neutral um, for the system to work um, without any subsidies from continued subsidies from the chamber. From the chamber. Um, 
we have the capacity to do double that on a daily basis before we have to look at adding another route. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of whole cost factor resets itself. Um, we have a job fair coming up. Again, the big win being uh, bringing new employees in. We have a, a pretty big job fair scheduled for next Tuesday in Santa Rosa. Uh, we've been working with the Sonoma County Workforce Development Group and uh, mm-hmm. JobLink. They've been fantastic to work with. Um, we've got nine Calistoga employers who are going over to the job fair. Um, and that's where we're actually going to have the shuttle on on display, come sit down, take a look, um, and let people know, hey, Calistoga is not that far away. It's very funny because there's this, if you live in Calistoga and you have to go over to Santa Rosa, we've realized how close it is. When you're a Calistogan and you're visiting Santa Rosa and somebody from the Santa Rosa area says, where do you love live? And you say Calistoga, like, oh my goodness, that's so far away. Uh, and a lot of this is an education process. Right. Hey, you know, we're not that far away. Right. I mean, most people in Calistoga, I mean, they use a lot of services, Correct. medical services. I mean, and Correct, everything else yeah. that are available in Santa Rosa because a lot closer than Napa or Vallejo, as exactly, you were talking about before. Exactly. So, and I'm sure when those hotels that we were talking about before, it's probably true of the hotels now, but particularly when the new hotels are done, there'll be a lot of people coming up from the Bay Area that come the 101 and through that way, as opposed to coming through the Valley, much to the chagrin of some of our friends. (laughs) But I I think that is going to happen. Well, we like to be a very good sport in Calistoga, and we like to encourage our guests to come through the Valley um, in one direction or another, whether (laughs) they're coming up to Calistoga or leaving Calistoga, because we want to, you know, share the love. Um, But the reality of the situation is based on some of the traffic challenges we have, um, which we're all aware of. Um, it can sometimes, oftentimes, be faster to get to Calistoga from the Bay Area uh, via the 101. Mm-hmm. But rest assured, if they come that way, we're going to send them down through the valley. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's it's not a zero-sum game because the truth of the matter is it makes it a lot – if, if, if it really does succeed in taking some cars off, off of 29 or the trail – it makes it easier for those visitors and encourages those people. So Absolutely. it's not not a zero sum game. Yeah. And you know we're, we're, we 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 joke with our friends down in American Canyon. They're the gateway to the Napa Valley from the south. We're the gateway to the Napa Valley from the north. So both gates are open. Is there a time frame that that you've set up for this that it has to work or you have to get to certain numbers by certain dates? Um, until the money runs out. How's mm-hmm. that sound? <laughs> <laughs> we we feel pretty strongly that we, we've got to let this run at mm-hmm. least three months. We'd love right. to say it's got to run at least six months. Um, our transportation partner on this, uh, who we've selected after a, a pretty long list of criteria, uh, is Bow Wine Tours. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been fantastic to work with. Um, they've been champions of this. They get it. They understand it. They think this is the future as well. And they've been extremely flexible with us. And, and we sincerely appreciate that. But there is, there's some momentum that has to happen. Uh, and I think everybody knows that. And Ride Pal, who's done this dozens of times over, mm-hmm. says, you know, all the marketing we do, a lot of it just comes down to word of mouth. And one employer who, one employee who tries it and tells another and tells another, right. and then, you know, they tell their cousin their jobs in Calistoga, there's an easy way to get there. Uh, that's how this really takes momentum. Right. And how much marketing is going on? For this? You mentioned the job fair. I mean, that's yeah. one thing. So this will be our second job fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to be the biggest of the two uh, by far. Um, and we've got it uh, on our website. We've got it um, in flyers, both in Spanish and English. It's on radio stations publicizing the job fair. 
drivers and letting them know about the transportation system, uh, tra- transportation option, um, anywhere we can get mm-hmm. the word out. Uh, it's out there. Um, you know, we've been fortunate. We've benefited from quite a bit of publicity or early stories uh, from, you know, North Bay Business Journal, the Press Democrat, Napa Valley Register, Weekly Calistoga and Tribune, mm-hmm. et cetera, um, all of that. Um, short of us uh, skywriting or paying for billboards, right. which are out of our budget, um, we think we're hitting it uh, where we need to. Um, but again, you know, marketing, it, it's all word of mouth, and we're hoping for that to catch on. Even though that's not the core foundation of this, is there an effort underway to really encourage people that are already working in Calistoga, that live in Santa Rosa, to, to try this, to start using it, not only for themselves, but also because they're word of mouth to, to other potential friends in, Cal- yeah, in abso- Santa Rosa? Absolutely. When we first started modeling this financially, it was back in August or September, and gas was well north of $4. Uh, and we did the math. It was small smarter at the costing structure we're looking at for a commuter. If you commuted four four more days a week to Calistoga to work from the Santa Rosa area, this was actually going to be a less expensive option when you include fuel, insurance, mm. maintenance, all that fun stuff. Um, gas being where it is today, uh, that equation has flipped a little bit, um, but we're selling the option of, hey, it's a, it's a comfortable, safe way to go. You can do things along the way, et cetera, um, which is why our shift has been a little bit less, uh, we've shifted a little bit less uh, focus on current employees mm-hmm. to gaining new employees. But I assure you, as soon as that gas price goes back up, which we all know it will, um, it's going to cause some of our current uh, Santa Rosa-based employees to say, hey, this might be something right. worth looking at. And it's at. comfortable. I mean, as you said, these are not, yeah. you know, crummy buses. These yeah. are, you know, like those Google buses <laughs> you were talking about. <laughs> They're warm and fuzzy yeah, right. or cool when they need to be in the winter or in the summer, excuse me. Well, I hope you'll uh, come back in uh, a few months and uh, sort of update us on how all this is going. This is uh, a really interesting experiment. Excellent. Talk a little bit about uh, comments you've gotten from around the valley, because a lot of people are looking at this as, as a way to do something that, we, uh, that yeah. nobody's tried yet. We've had an incredible amount of positive commentary, positive feedback, an incredible amount of interest, curiosity mm-hmm. um, in this. Because, uh, as mentioned earlier, we're all facing, all the municipalities, the county are facing the exact same situation. Um, the Bay Area as a whole was facing an, an employment situation. Um, so there are a lot of people watching. I get phone calls on a regular basis. I had a meeting earlier on a different different topic that kind of veered off into this subject uh-huh. for the better part of a half an hour. Um, and we're trying it. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I feel very confident and strongly this will work. Um, we might be a little bit premature, but you got to start somewhere. Uh, at least we can, you know, look our employers in the face and look our community in the face and say, hey, we, we've tried something. Um, with that said, there are already two other efforts mirroring what we're doing happening elsewhere in the valley right now so they're Mm -hmm. at the early stage of the discussions um, and they're basically taking the model we have and and trying to fit it into what they're doing in their particular uh, segment of the valley and and i think that's great i mean if this this can kind of roll into something else Mm -hmm. um, and help other communities then by all means and and i think the next expansion we'll have with ours uh, in the very short term is probably going to be our friends in saint helena because mm-hmm. they're absolutely in the same situation. Right. Uh, they have some bigger employers than we do. Um, and the farther north those employers are in St. Helena, the logistically the more sense it makes. Who are the largest employers in Calistoga now? So the largest employers in Calistoga, <clears throat> not particularly by order, uh, we have uh, Solage, mm-hmm. um, which is the largest. Um, after that, we have the Castle, Castillo de Amoroso. Hmm. We have Calistoga Ranch. 
Um, and then from there, there's kind of this middle field that's, you know, all the spas and restaurants you can think of, Calistoga mm-hmm. Spa Hot Springs, Indian right. Springs, et cetera, et cetera. So we don't have any, you know, I think our biggest employer is about 250, 260 employee, employees. Um, so it kind of fragments out pretty quickly after that. Mm-hmm. Was there pressure at all or talk about thinking that this was premature, maybe wait till these other hotels get close to opening and, and, and deal with it that way? We had that conversation multiple times. The The, the reality is, is the current employers are in a serious situation, a very serious situation. I mean, we, we've got employers and businesses that are modifi- modifying the services they offer, modifying the hours of their service. Um, in some cases, you know, you know, a restaurant canceling breakfasts or not doing hmm. lunches. Um, so while we could have waited to kind of secure a larger population to participate in this program, uh, the reality is our, our businesses are, are, you know, on the border of crisis from an employment standpoint. Uh, at this point, so we wanted to do it now. Well, good luck with it. Thank so, you very much. Great effort. Calistoga Mayor Chris Candy, thank you so much for coming in. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you.